the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome to this edition of Black and White Radio, live on Lake Michigan. We got a packed house in here. It's so many. You know what? This is what the UN looks like. Look at that. <laughs> this is what the UN looks like right here on this boat. That's what black and white represents, what we see here on this boat. The Asian persuasion is in the house, Aaron Delmar. <laughs> uh, troublemaker, you know, we've been off radio for two weeks. I am. Um, I'm full. I'm, 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 there's so much that we can talk about. We got a lot of in- people we're going to interview today. Um, but one of the things that I want to, um, hey, E, I need, a, I need an extra mic. I'm going to interview somebody right now. I'm sorry. Um, well, but one of the things that's very important to me, as you know, is education. Yeah. And I think when you look at what's happening across this entire, this, the, the entirety of the United States of America, our education is in the tank. And we need good quality. See, I'm, I'm all of the above approach, but especially school choice. And I know a lot of people who are in the homeschooling community don't like the whole school choice issue. But I, I personally, I think the money that is that is that 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 people pay in their property taxes should be able to go wherever the student goes. And if that's homeschooling, it should go to homeschooling. If that's if that's a private institution, it should be a private institution. Well, joining me today to discuss this and more because she's actually has been in this game and, 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 and has put in sweat and blood and hard work for many years. As a pastor, Letitia Fields. Yes, yes. Thank you, John. Letitia. I'm sorry. Latasha. <laughs> Latasha. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, it's the sun. I'm, I'm, I'm in the hoodie now. That's okay. But, yes. but Latasha, um, you've embarked on, a, a, in my opinion, a very important um, assignment. Yes. And I think it's from God. Yes. And you want to do what in, in, in the state of Illinois? And, and I can see this not just here in the state of Illinois. I'm prophesying right now. <laughs> <laughs> but throughout the, the entirety of the United States of America. Tell us what is that, what that is. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, me and my husband, we've been homeschooling 17, a little over 17 years now. So you're right. We've kind of been in the game a long time. Yeah. And we also have a private school. Yeah. And so... Um, our vision, our heart, and you're right, is definitely ministry is an evangelistic call yeah. uh, to rescue more children, right. you know, out of these um, egregious public education system. And it, that's a and great word too. It is very egregious, very yeah. wicked. wicked. And 
And you're right. The the movement is happening all over the country, uh, especially in the black community. We just thank God for the 16 percent all over the country mm. that are now homeschooling. And uh, even with me and my husband, we do have three families that we're homeschooling that don't live here. So right. we have an online school wow. as well. So um, it is growing. And, and now I've tried homeschooling. I'm not. It's not for everybody. I'm going to tell you. In a perfect it world, hurts. yes. But yeah, I I used to be kind of um, very aggressive, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> concerned. Everybody needs to homeschool. Right. But no, you're right. Uh, there are so many different. Um, uh, reasons, if you will, why many would not choose to right. homeschool, but I believe all can. Right. 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 Um, and that's uh, why you're here. Yes, absolutely. But what what I like to emphasize more, because we know there are so many things going on in our society, yeah. in our culture. And so now we're seeing that more families need a landing place. Yeah. For their for their kids, because we can advocate, pull them out, pull them out, pull them out. But then where are they going to send them, right. if you will, so to speak, for those that don't choose to homeschool uh, for a better lack, may feel they can't homeschool. So that's what we're advocating for. Um, right now, we're fundraising. Uh, we're trying to get a building uh, to expand because right now the school is in my home, in my basement. And we just believe if we get more visibility, uh, more can partake, more can uh, we can help more families to homeschool and so that's the biggest initiative that I have right now because Uh, it's scary to a lot of people they don't know what to expect what are some of those expectations that parents should be um, on the horizon about as as it relates to homeschooling well of course the curriculum the the academic component is one that that all are concerned with right because the burden of proof does rest on your shoulders what Mm -hmm. you teach your kid but in in our homeschooling environment in our ministry we don't lead with academics if you will we lead with biblical principles, mm-hmm. right? We lead with making disciples of our children. Mm-hmm. Because I always say so many times that those of us that believe in Christ, when he comes back, he's not looking for valedictorians. Right. He's not looking for students with 4.0 GPAs. Correct. He's looking for faith. Mm-hmm. And so what I tell parents, if you build that foundation in Christ, and then you can build the ABCs and one, two, threes on top of that. But we have to build them because when they get out in this world, which is purely wicked, all this evil, they're not getting tested on algebraic mm-hmm. expression. Come on. So they have to have their character character in place so we want to develop their character so that they can fight against the wiles of the enemy that's out here so that's the foundation so when when i bring that it dissolves all that anxiety from parents and also john we teach from an individual perspective because the word of god said that children and all of us are fearfully and wonderfully made so there's a uniqueness in the way that we teach because as we all go to church together as a congregation god deals with all of us personally and so that's the way our school operates so we deal with our children when they're in the not pronouns. Uh-oh. Oh, Come oh, on, somebody. Oh. Male and fe- Wait, I'm going to get in trouble me, for that one. Don't make me stand up on this boat, John. <laughs> look, we don't deal with male and female. <laughs> you know, you know yes. it's, like, it's like we're psychics because uh-huh. I... Bob from Buffalo Grove and Phil from Blue Island, we mm-hmm. were just talking about this very subject about schooling. Mm-hmm. The Democrats feel if you throw more money at it, it'll help and they'll do better. Now, back in the day, it used to be like 15 grand. Mm-hmm. Then it went up to 1850. Now it's twenty nine fifty, almost thirty thousand. The results is is the same. It was seventy percent failing, now it's about sixty seven percent failing. Yeah. So Bob Bob was saying that the more money a family has, the better the kids do. Now, Dan and Amy had this very conversation on their show, and what Dan asked was, "Well, how do kids from the same situation, maybe the family brings in thirty forty grand?" This family does. The kids do bad in this family, but these kids go on to do well. Mm-hmm. How do you explain that? And my question mm-hmm. for you is, mm-hmm. how do you break 
the stranglehold of the public school system when Uh-oh. it comes to the black family. Because yeah. I do agree Man, with you. That was a loaded okay. question. Okay. okay, okay, okay. I do agree with you and John. The, the money should yeah. follow the kid. Yeah, and as John uh, prefers in the beginning, most homeschoolers don't like right. that. And right. I'm one of them, right. but that's okay. I, I digress. But we still uh, get along. Yeah, because I, yeah, well, I love you, John. <laughs> so, okay, that was, a, that was a loaded question that you asked. But the answer that I'm going to give you most is not going to like it. I'm going to be very honest, and this from my heart. We as blacks should have never went in. Come on. We should have never went in school. Oh, so therefore, my only solution to the black community is get them out. Now, all need to, but we're tired of fighting for equity. We're tired of fighting for equality because it don't make no. It don't take seven point eight nine billion dollars to educate nobody. See, so when you take the average of the homeschool community, you can educate a kid with $500. That's the average. That's true. That's true. And high-end $2,500 because you're probably putting them in everything. It don't take billions of dollars to teach a child 2 plus 2 is 4. It don't take billions of dollars to teach a child phonics. All it takes is a heart. So I'd say to the black community, those that are listening to me today, take them out the public school system. That's the only solution. Because, see, when our children come from under that oppressive system, because it's a spirit we have seen, follow the homeschool statistics, follow the school choice statistics for real. We flourish. We thrive. Because it's not about two plus two. It's a spiritual thing. Believe yeah. it if you want. Deny it if you want. That's what it is. I don't feel safe around her right now. <laughs> well, I who, need more Jesus. Well, well, who's the problem? Is it the Chicago Teachers union it's the money or the grabbers. teachers or the teachers or the politicians. It's the system. The it's the system. Yeah. It's it's an ecosystem. It's yeah. a system. It's it's all of it. It's just a system. Because they keep perpetuating this brokenness. They keep perpetuating and pushing our children into a system that we know broken. And guess what? This is 2023. It ain't just got broken today. It ain't just get broken during COVID. It was broken in 1950s. We should have never went in. It was broken when we forsook the Booker T. Washington schools and went in. That's when it got broken. Because prior to that, we soared. And everybody that we learned from and what we call the education system, none of them went into the public school system so they frown up at homeschooling but the new system is the public school system that's the 123 23 120 years homeschooling is an antiquity mm. get them out well that's where it started that's what education started out. and the education also started in the christian community exactly christians created education that's it you know, that's why all of most of all of the, the the colleges on the east coast those were all founded by christians absolutely that's you the know, solution. Uh, when we come back from break, I, I give you about two or three more minutes to talk Sounds about good. how people can get involved. Where okay. can people find out? Um, and, and how can people find these, not, not just homeschooling, but co-ops as well. Yes. That's another aspect yes, of it. it my, my sister actually does that out in the uh, Matson area. Yes. So she has a co-op out there with, yeah. I think, 60-something students. Oh, praise God. And, you know, we're doing Grace Association. Grace Association, where we're building schools, Christian conservative education schools throughout the country now. Yes. So Amen. We're going to change education, and it takes all of us to yes, make that happen. Yes, yes. You're listening Come to on. Black Woo! and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. Yes. I'm your host, John Anthony. We are live on Lake Michigan. We'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony. On AM 560, The Answer. Welcome back. 
to Black and Right Radio on AM560. The answer, these bees are coming after me. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio, live on Lake Michigan. I'm so used to saying live in studio, but we are live on Lake Michigan. You guys having a great time? Yeah! All right. Before the break, we were talking with... Minister Latasha Fields. Also, what we felt, what I failed to to mention, former Lieutenant Governor candidate in this last 2022 election, Latasha Fields. <laughs> so, Latasha, talk to the. How can people get involved with what you give us the name, the okay. website? Okay. How can people? All these people who you got, you have this this audience. Well, praise God. Send that money. Run them checks. Yes, Go yes. Ahead. Let me repeat. We are fundraising. Hello? Cheer now. Clap, clap. Woo! <laughs> yes, we are fundraising. We are trying to get a building, right, so we can have more visibility and help more families. So definitely our school is Christian Home Educator Support System. And, John, before you got off the air, you did mention that we do have a co-op. So in our co-op, right. we have 13 families. So we have a co-op and a private school. And so we just thank God for that. So we are growing, and we want to save Saturate the city of Chicago Amen. with quality education, Bible-based education. So my website is chessup.org, and that's C-H-E-S-S-U-P dot org. Again, that's chessup.org. I can be reached at 773-814-6843. And trust me, you can donate when you go on that website. Every yeah. dollar count. <laughs> yeah. You need to pull out your phone today. And, and oh, oh, I got around. two phones, too. Yes, so I got feel two. free. Okay, now, I don't know about that one now. I thought you were a minister. I got I two hey. phones. Hey, hey, hey. Kevin Gates made a song look, about that. No, look, we try to help these babies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Minister Latasha Fields, thank you so much for coming on. Yes. And uh, give the website one more time. Yes, chessup.org, C-H-E-S-S-U-P.org. All right. Yeah. And, and you have someone sitting right next to you that's very interested in what you're doing. Oh, praise right. God. Yes, thank you again, <laughs> right, John, for having you. me. God no bless problem. you. You know, hey, um, Pete's back at, or P, uh, Pistol Pete's back at the studio. Uh, Valon, I want to talk about something that in... in I, when I heard this audio, it really frustrated me. New Mexico governor. Um, Pete, run that audio, and then Valan and I will discuss it. Go. It's the New Mexico governor talking about rights. That's the only thing. Pistol Pete's on on the boards, right? George, no, George, Pistol Pete. Yeah, Pistol. Yeah, we call him. I know Sean called him Squirrel Hands, but we don't call him. The Constitution isn't it unconstitutional to say you cannot exercise your, your carry license? With one exception, and that is if there's an emergency, and I've declared an emergency for a temporary amount of time, I can invoke additional powers. No constitutional right, in my view, including my oath is intended to be absolute. There are restrictions on free speech. There are restrictions on my freedoms. In this emergency, this 11-year-old and all these parents who have lost all these children, they deserve my attention to have the debate about whether or not in an emergency we can create a safer environment. Because what about their constitutional rights? I took an oath to uphold those two. And if we ignore this growing problem without being bold, I've said to every other New Mexican, your rights are subrogated to theirs. And they are not, in my view. Did you hear that? She's basically saying... Um, we're going to subrogate your rights, but we don't care about your Second Amendment rights. If there's a crisis, I I have extra powers. No, your extra powers, if they don't come from the Constitution, they don't exist. I mean, I'm, I'm sick and tired of this. Why are we? Why do we continue to comply with this anarchy, with this with this tyranny? 
Villain? I heard I heard about this. Is she trying to use some kind of executive order? Well, there's powers that, that I guess the legislative body. Uh, yeah. I guess there's there's power. Yeah, why'd you pick the pink one up, Villain? See, that, that's the one I was out of. George Michael's pink <laughs> microphones. I don't know about you, Villain. <laughs> I'm not back again. Oh, <laughs> but 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 I mean why I mean how? How is America? How is how are these these states continuing to elect these type of people? Did it go through? Um, she already has the power. They gave it to her. Okay. Well, someone's going to have to challenge it to New, Be- New Mexico Supreme Court. That's well, going to have to happen. Uh, and and I, that that's also a very leftist court. So I think it's going to have to go to the U.S. Supreme Court. You mean to tell me? I mean, do, do I have anybody? Oh, he's not here. The Second Amendment. God. I mean, think well, about it. Well, we have Dennis Rebelletti here. Oh, that's right. The, Dennis, the, Dennis. The prosecutor. Prosecutor. Come on over here, prosecutor. Come on over. Come, come live with us. Did you hear the audio? Representative, I did. Okay, help me understand oh, how this something like this happens, sir. When you get your mic, uh, you lived through it for about two and a half, three years with Governor Pritzker. So this is an emergency order, just no different than COVID. And you claim that there's gun violence, and now we declare an emergency, and we right. supersede all constitutional authority. Right. That voice you hear—that's former state representative who I serve with here in the state of Illinois. Uh, Dennis Revelletti, also attorney. That's right. Yeah. And uh, among other things. That's right. <laughs> Addison Township Supervisor. Addison Township Supervisor. That's right. That's right. But, 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 but Revelletti, I know how it happens because that's why I led off the show with the education. When you look at how, how, how we taught our kids within the, what, last 50 years, how we teach them this Marxism, this communism, and how it's acceptable uh, that's why voters are willing because they've been. It's, it's, I don't even think they've been eased into it. Early on, maybe if they were eased into this acceptance of communism, all the isms except capitalism, the one true ism that works. Uh, when you look at this, how does the voters continue to vote for someone like this, like a J.B. Pritzker, like this New Mexico governor, like a, a, a Gavin Newsom? How does this happen? Because they believe that if you give up some of your rights, you'll be safe. Yeah. And we know what happens with that. That's right. And so the rights were set up a couple of 250 years ago to protect us in the long term. Not because there's a COVID virus, not because there's gun violence. They don't talk about gang violence. No. They never talk about the robberies. Well, you know, I don't believe in gun violence. I know because guns don't kill people. People kill people. That's right. There's not knife violence and rock right. violence no. or anything. No. There's not car violence, no. as we saw up in Wisconsin when somebody rammed over and killed a number of seniors. Yes. That's not car violence. No. That's, That's a deranged individual who committed murder. That's right. So people believe that, that one person can now protect us. Yeah. We no longer believe in a system of divided equality in government where each chamber of the General Assembly and then the governor and the Supreme Court, all of these different actors are checks and balances. No longer. We yeah. now believe one person is magical and they can decide and fix everything. Yeah. You know what? I, and I say this. I say this very carefully. The gloves are off. No, the, the whole do not comply. I'm beyond do not comply. I think I think the more we acquiesce and do what they tell us to do. The more they, the more power that they will assume themselves. That's right. Right. They will find data. They'll tell you about the science. They'll show you numbers. They'll show you studies and say, if we could only do this. Yeah, their science. We could only do, that's right. So 
again, I've, I've watched a guy on TikTok walk around the city of Chicago, a father from Austin, Texas, talking about, oh, look, this city's not dangerous. Oh, I'm at the Bean. I don't see him on Michigan Avenue no. when there's a takeover. No. I don't see him in Bronzeville. 16th and St. Louis. I, I, I don't see him there. <laughs> Go on 16th and St. Louis right. with that. So it, it, that's all the pretend stuff that people do, and yeah. they and they normalize right. it. And we've been normalized to hear when I'm sitting in Elmhurst in my home going, wow, there's only 48 murders this weekend, and, right. and 700 people are shot over the course of four months. That's not acceptable. Why is that acceptable? Right. Why do the people here in this beautiful city accept that? Yeah. What does the average person do when they're stopped by the police after the governor has put an order in like she did, and they're prosecuted. I would have, I should believe at some point in time somebody should have filed a lawsuit immediately for injunctive relief so that it does not go into effect, and I would fight it in court as soon as it happened. Yeah, it's an illegal arrest. And it's a violation of your constitutional rights. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the average person doesn't have the money. The average person right. doesn't have the money to fight cases just because you think you're. Yeah, because you know, of these guys like him, these attorneys. That's right. There's a, there's a reason for it. You saw what Tom DeVore did yeah. and how he was filing a lawsuit against the governor to stop him on his rampage of violating the people's rights here. It doesn't matter if you're Democrat or Republican. We all share the same rights. Right. But, you know, I, one minute. Okay, when we come back from break, I know there's some stuff that you want to get off your chest. Yes. I know. We're going to let you get that off your chest. All right. I, I, you look like you're fuming over there. You're turning <laughs> red over there. He's ready. I'm <laughs> yeah, ready. I know you're ready. But, you know, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I don't know about you guys, but I'm fit to be tied. I'm sick of, I'm sick of government thinking they can just run roughshod over our rights. Guys, the government did not give us these rights. We were born with them. And we cannot just give them up so easily. Don't fall for it. If you're listening to my voice through radio or whatever other online, don't give it up. Fight for it. We're Americans. We're not Venezuela. We'll be right back. Let's get it to him, baby girl. Hey. Thanks. That's right. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. We are live on the Free Spirit Yacht Cruises with Captain Joe. Send us off, Captain. Time to go, Captain. Let's go. Hey, oh. Wow, we got... <laughs> Listen, we got a, a drone looking above us, yo, guys. Somebody spying on us. Maybe it's the prescription uh, regime spying on us. They're coming after you, Representative. I better, I better watch my P's and Q's now. <laughs> um, hey, you guys know you can talk, right? You guys are free to talk while we're doing the broadcast. You can talk. Don't worry about it. Go ahead. Have some fun. Ligas, what's up, brother? Uh, Representative, I know that's something you've been wanting to get off your chest. Well, you know, there is. Um, I learned very recently that a congressional candidate down in um, the 12th district, Southern Illinois, uh, Mike Boss district, is holding what looks like a fundraiser supported by the Trump apparatus, being the president and Don Jr. And the fact of the matter is, it's untrue. Yeah. And it's false. Uh, the reality is, 
if you're going to make it look like you're having a fundraiser. You're trying to start a fight. I'm going to start a fight. Oh, boy. When you go out and buy a thousand copies of a book or more at $100 or $150 per copy, uh-huh. Don Jr. is coming to Effingham because he's there to make money. Right. He's not there to see and make it look like he's endorsing right. the candidate against Mike Boss down there. Right. Well, I, I talked to Scott Casper, who's part of the, you know that team, and he that's what he said. There's three different events. One in DuPage, another private one, and then the one that... Right, there's one up in McHenry. We can all pretend that even though you go to the candidate's farm and it's all separate out, uh, I'm going to be interested to see... How those will be that will be shown on the federal disclosure? Right. Because if you're buying $150,000 worth of books, right. you already have to have that money in your federal account. Uh oh. Or you got to show it. Uh oh. So I'm going to be interested. They don't have in kinds like how right, we used right. to we have right. uh, in the state where you can do anything you want. Uh, they're pretty particular in the with the federal election commission. So um, you can't. Uh. So there is that's, that that. Great, it? it is awesome. Uh, but the reality is, if you're going to be out there and you're going to make it look like you've been endorsed by the president and his team and you haven't, then you got to be forthright with the people. Yeah. So uh, Speaker McCarthy was just down there for a fundraiser for our friend in Mike. In No, not in Effingham. Oh. <laughs> He's a little further south. I think I can't remember what city he was in. Oh, okay. But I, I hear Well, they shortened that district, too. Remember, it used to go all the way down to the Kentucky border, right? It does. It's also oh, it still it, does? Yeah, it, it does. It just catches more up by the Effingham area right. than he had. More east. Right. So that the Shimkus and Rodney uh, uh, Davis Republicans right, are all blended in there. So. Yeah. Well, I know there was something else you wanted to discuss, too, right? No, there, you, I'm really, I'm like you. This is your show, <laughs> What? Well, you know, hey, listen, what I do, I share. No, Come on. I know like, this. What, well, here, tell me what else you'd like to talk about. <laughs> You know, I, I, Dennis, I'm, I'm, I'm really flustered and frustrated because as I look across the country, it's like people are scared. They're frustrated, they're flustered, but they're scared. What type of message can we give to people that to stop being afraid of your government? Uh, it, you own the government. You are the government. It's by people for the people. After being intimidated. Your mic's not on. Go ahead. Just, Go ahead. Just, just, just talk. Just talk. After being intimidated by the federal government with January the 6th and all these people receiving 17 years, 20 years, and, and 10 years. Do you want to be that guy to be persecuted by our government? I really don't care. Do you have the money to stand in court? Like the one guy that said that, that, that just went in front of the Georgia court said, listen, I don't have any money. I can't afford an attorney. The black guy. Right. And he's being remanded, remanded with no lawyer, right. no way out, nothing. So what, my, what, so what, my, what do you do? So my question is, why isn't the president in all of his fundraising helping out all of these defendants most of these defendants, and you have one on this boat, need all the financial aid that they can get to get some assistance so that they can defend themselves and not just be stuck on their own while the president or former president walks around with 15 lawyers. The other average person in this doesn't have that type of resource, and it puts you at a great disadvantage when you take on the federal government. 
or take on any government. Right. But John is right. If you don't fight back, then you're acquiescing to being to handing over your role in your own government. Right. Aren't you asking people to be martyrs? I'm not asking them to be martyrs. I'm asking them to do their own, uh, do their civil disobedience. Right? Remember, there's all. Yeah. What do they say about uh, uh, Congressman Lewis? Is it, uh, oh yeah. It's good That's trouble. Good trouble. It's good trouble, Berlin. This is called yeah. good trouble. Yeah. Stand up for yourself, right? Yeah. Stand up for your civil rights. Don't let the government push you around. However, they run the IRS. Yeah. They they can screw with you and your bank accounts and your business, which they do. Yeah. You have the Department of Justice is weaponized, and everything is working against the average citizen. And at some point, they have to stand up for themselves and say, no more. Yeah. How about this? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. We're going to close out this 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 hour with Reverend Lee and, and his attorney, David Shostokas. Because that's some things I want to talk about. You're listening to Black and Right Radio on AM560 Answer. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560 The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio, live on Lake Michigan with Captain Joe from Free Spirit Yacht Cruises. You know, I want to thank C. Stephen Tucker from Health Insurance Mentors, Ripke's Garage, Julie! Thank you so much for sponsoring this boat cruise. Uh, hope for hope. I mean, we, we've had we had a lot of sponsors this year. You know, uh, I don't have headphones, but I'm gonna do this the old school way. Hey, never done this before, but let's roll anyway. Uh, joining us now is Attorney Dave Shostokas and his client, Pastor Stephen Lee. Um, Shistok- Dave, I wanted to have you on because I had I wanted to have uh, Representative uh, Rebeletti in the studio last week, yeah. but he couldn't make it. Um, let's talk about you know what's happening. It has, what's happening in Georgia? Since the interview, sure. Well, since the interviews, has there been anything that has happened or no any contact? Anybody contacted you? Well, we've got a, we've got a few things still going on. Now. Certainly, we've had some uh, things about reciprocal discovery. We've uh, we've made some movement on on discovery issues, and uh, we've uh, we've shared those. And um, now we're uh, we're fixing to file a motion to uh, sever Reverend Lee's case from the other uh, other defendants. We have that uh, we have that underway. That motion is going to be coming this week. And uh, the uh, and actually we also there also was an arraignment. And during the course of the arraignment, uh, Pastor Lee made a formal plea of not guilty and made a formal request for a Good jury for trial. Good for you. All right. So we got a formal request for a jury going. Wait, wait, wait. Before before, I want to I want to talk. Oh. Whoa, that that was a little rocky. Uh, I wanted to talk, one of the things that I, that I didn't talk to you about last week when you came on two weeks ago, uh, Pastor, when you came on the show. I started to really dive into what you do. You go where the crisis is. If yeah. there's a crisis, you show up. Yes. Um, not a lot of people are talking about that. They're, I mean, I've really done my homework since the last time we've met. You you were not a part of this whatsoever. You just reached out to... I mean, I, I can't talk about the case. You are... Anywhere there's a crisis, Reverend Lee shows up. Is that right or wrong? 
Yeah. That's why so many folks call Reverend Lee America's chaplain, you know, because yeah. he's been at 9-11, he's been at Columbine, most recently in Las Vegas, uh, the Las Vegas massacre, Katrina, Irma, uh, it goes on, the list goes on and on, John. He's, it's a long list. Pul- Pulse nightclub uh, in Orlando, the list is, is incredible, it goes on and on. We're going to fix to be telling that story, but uh, so I'll, I'll give it back to he doesn't like to toot his own horn that much, and that's why tell. that's why I need to do Except that. Except policing stories. But he, oh yeah, no, he's a hero, not a criminal. There's right. no question exactly. about it. So Dave, you and I have had a chance to know each other for a long time down in the Will County area. When uh, I was a prosecutor, you were doing defense work. Absolutely. Um, how does a, an attorney in Illinois find themselves representing a client from Illinois in a Georgia state court? How did how is the process? How does that happen? Well, back in November of 2022, the uh, Georgia special uh, special purpose grand jury sent a subpoena out to uh, bring Reverend Lee to uh, compel his testimony in Georgia. And of course, as you know, Dennis, uh, the authority of a uh, of a court to uh, issue a subpoena and compel testimony ends at the state lines. And so to get Reverend Lee to come to Georgia, they had to get an approval from an Illinois judge. So they sent that out to Kendall County. I represented him in the Kendall County subpoena matter back, with, in, with, back uh, in November. Judge Pilmer. Judge Pilmer. Judge Pilmer. And Judge Pilmer, at the, end of, at the end of the hearings, after we had about three hearings on that, renewed all the, everything that they reviewed, everything they sent, Judge Pilmer found that Reverend Lee, they didn't even have evidence that Reverend Lee was a witness in this case. Okay? They didn't even have evidence that he was How a witness. Is that? You know, as somebody who supervised the grand jury for a period of time, that is shocking to me. And actually bringing targets to a grand jury is shocking to me, because that's not something we ever did. Sure. We wouldn't, there was no reason to alert you. And I know that some other states do it differently, but there'd be no reason if I'm targeting you to bring you forward. So that's interesting that here you are, you have no idea you're involved in something. Now a subpoena is trying to be enforced across state lines. Right. Now we find you in your home county. And after, so the judge ruled that the subpoena Judge Pilmer said they did not even have enough evidence for him to be considered a material witness. Right. So then after that, then how, how do you end up submitting yourself to the jurisdiction down in Fulton County. Uh, ultimately, you know, they said that there was going to be a negotiation for a surrender and things like that after the indictment. There was right. an indictment on August 14th that we found out about it on August 15th, which, by the way, does we did not hear any word from them after the Kendall County hearing. Wow. Was there a warrant issued for his arrest? Here was the deal. They no. said They said we're going to have we'd come in and uh, talk about this uh, consent to surrender, which was, they said there was a negotiation. Everybody in the newspaper said there was a negotiation. That was baloney. Well, well, it tell, was a tell, take, it or, take it or leave it deal. Tell, wait, hold on. Tell them about how you found out. Oh, well, we found out by the press conference. We didn't know. You when, know. When, is, when does that happen, Revelady? That, that never happened. So either you're going to target, and then we would notify the defense attorney like yourself, right. have your client surrender himself. If he does so, we're not going to make a big to-do out of it. Or if you don't, we're going to issue a warrant. Right. And it's not like he's going anywhere. He's, he's somebody that can be found. Easy. And, and so what they did was screw around with them. Right. And they wanted to make him an example of what happens to an everyday citizen if you participate in the political process. If you allegedly participate in the political right. process, I would have to say that Reverend Lee has uh, been apolitical through the course of his life. Right. You know, and so, but they say that uh, he knocked on two doors and made a phone call, and so somehow or other he was overthrowing the presidential election. Right. So that, to me, and as somebody who actually carried the RICO bill here in Illinois. Yeah. 
I carried it. You, right. Right. They, Speaker Madigan took it away from me because you know what he said? He sent Barbara Flynn Curry over to talk to me about it. He said they're not going to let you carry it. Speaker Madigan believes that this could be used for political prosecution. Wow. Isn't that odd? Wow. Yeah. Right. So look who's under indictment now, and look what the Fulton County State's Attorney is doing. Using a RICO statute designed to prosecute gangs, guns, and drugs. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560. The answer. Welcome back. Live on Lake Michigan with Captain Joe from Free Spirit Yakuza. Guys, head over to their website. Book an appointment. I'm going to tell you, we're looking at these views on Lake Michigan right now. Guys, how beautiful are these views here? Um, uh, Rebeletti and uh, Shostoff, we were talking during the break, counselors. Forget we were talking to a break. 39 indictments. One was uh, 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 Lindsey Graham, a sitting U.S. senator. Right. And you had uh, Purdue was in there. Yes. David you had Purdue. Kelly Loeffler. Lynn Wood. Yes. Right. So you have a They number, missed me. A, yeah, they missed you. Right. Oh. Thank God I only drive through Georgia to visit my son at Florida State. Yeah. So I've got to be careful. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to be part of the RICO. Yeah. Um, David, if, if you could talk a little bit more about the, the process uh, of how were these names even released? I don't understand how grand juries, be- that is a secret process, is now public. Exactly. August 28th, uh, Judge McBurney down in uh, Fulton County issued an order that said if he didn't have any objection by September 8th, he would in fact issue, uh, allow this, this final report to become public. However, they never made, gave anybody notice of the August 28th order. So we never had an opportunity to object. They didn't tell us any objection. There is only one reason, one reason only, and that is to take the jury poll to give the media a weekend. Oh, wow. To give the media a weekend of saying, oh, there's 40 people and that there was 17 other jurors that, besides this grand jury. So they can say, well, there was 40 grand jurors voted to indict these people. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Wow. There is no pretense. There's no pretense at all to be impartiality, and that's all that exists. I, I know want, you want to talk to Pastor I just want to say one thing to you. You took my question earlier about as far as uh, going to trying to sever the case. I was going to ask you that. But one person or two were unsuccessful. What did they do wrong, or, or how do you think you can get the case severed? Well, they haven't been unsuccessful. Mr. Cheesebro has a, uh, has a trial date set for October 23rd. Uh, so does Sidney Powell. Meadows. Uh, Meadows had a different motion that was in federal, federal court. And he's been unsuccessful to date. But I will tell you, what McBurney did yesterday, releasing all these names, gives him a better argument to go back to federal right. court and say the state court is prejudiced. I know you want to talk yeah, to Reverend Lee. Um, Pastor, give me, of all of the events that you've, or, or crises that you've had to show up to, what's the one that sears in your mind? Story, you know, I, I really can't pick out one because they're they're all serious. Yeah. Uh, it's Columbine. It's Ground Zero. It's the Ground Zero Cross. It's um, it's Katrina. It's all kinds of things. But I'll I'll give you a, an example of Katrina. Okay, I was working down around New Orleans, um, and Katrina happened on a Sunday night, Monday morning, and um, when when. Um, when I got involved, I was doing welfare checks along the Mississippi River. I got a call six days into it on a Saturday, about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, from my, from my uh, denominational people. They said there are about 100 people trapped at St. Paul Lutheran School and, and uh, Lutheran Church and School. The pastor had hunkered down with about 100 people who could not evacuate from Katrina. A lot of these people are poor. And they couldn't, they couldn't get away. And um, 
so he said they're starting to have problems. And there's this one lady, she was a black lady, she was 80, 81 years old. She had been gang raped. And she was, uh, she was going to die. Yeah. And they they called me at four o'clock Saturday afternoon, and and I got them out in four hours. Wow. So, so this, this, those this are the who, kinds of things. This is who Pastor Stephen yeah. Lee. And it's because of my background yeah. uh, in experience. Of in, service. Of service. Um, in, in law, law, enforcement, law enforcement and then chaplaincy and ministry. And so it's a, a kind of a very unusual combination that makes that, that possible. Yeah. Well, attorney, is there a place where people can go? To Absolutely. Yeah. The Illinois Family dot org slash contribute. The Illinois Family Institute is helping out uh, with the expenses for Pastor Lee. It was just for because, of course, you don't get an opportunity to tell the court when you got to come. They tell you. So it was twelve hundred dollars to fly to Atlanta for the one day. Yeah. So and Pastor Lee needs the help. It's expensive. It's expensive. <laughs> IllinoisFamily.org. Thanks, uh, attorney Shostokis, Reverend Lee. Thank you so much for joining us today, guys. Hour two coming up next. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome back to Black and Right with John Anthony. I'm his co-host, Verlon Galloway, the troublemaker, and I'm sitting here with Dennis Rebelletti. And, oh, man, he got cut short earlier. He's got some stuff he wants to get off his chest. So, Dennis, you got the mic. No, I, I, there's nothing I want to get off my chest for now. Nothing? Nothing. But I am frustrated that the president has not helped these other defendants out. Uh-oh. Here we go. He should be he should be helping out financially all these different defendants. He raised $7 million right after his Georgia indictment. And I believe that he should be helping people like the pastor and others who don't have the means to fight the federal government. And when you're going to fight them, you need those resources. So he needs to be stepping up. He can't leave anybody aside. He, talks, he talked about bringing everybody together. Now he's got to keep people around him protected when that weaponized government goes after them. I want to cut to the chase. All of this is a small screen. It's a distraction. When Donald Trump get the no- gets the nomination of our party, will you support him? I voted for him last time, and I'll support him this time. Would you, re- would you rather it be Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis? Ron DeSantis. Why do you think Ron DeSantis would have a better chance to beat Joe Biden than Donald J. Trump. Because elections are always about the future. They're not about looking into the past. And we're relitigating the last election. And now we're going to do it again. And we need some new people. We, we already see the uh, bona fides of what the uh, governor has done in Florida. And I think it's time to turn the page on the past and, and look forward to the future. If we give up on Donald Trump and let the government persecute him and and fall behind Ron DeSantis, aren't we giving up on ourselves and our own rights? Look, you know... Or giving giving the government a pass to do wrong uh, to the American people. I'm not sure that, you know, President Trump is very good at portraying himself, one, as a victim, and two, all of the hires and all the mistakes that happened in his administration is always somebody else's fault. Remember, 
you know, he had a show where he used to hire people and fire them based on their performance. But when you keep Dr. Fauci along, around as long as he did, and when then you contact DeSantis' administration asking him to put the mask mandate back in, that's something that needs to be talked about. So he's not this perfect politician who came down from the heavens. Uh, nobody's he's a said human perfect. Being. Nobody's a perfect. But uh, right now, no, no, right no, now no, you're no, playing no. Monday morning quarterback. No, everybody defends him as if he is perfect. Uh, I, well, I know, uh, that's fine. He's no scientist. You went to the person's people recommended to be the top scientist, right? disease control expert. What was he supposed to do? What else was he supposed to do? Who was he supposed well, to do? Remember, to? he was so smart, he knew that the... Remember, he was for the vaccine until he was against the vaccine. Remember? He never he, was against the vaccine. Oh, he helped it be created, but he gave you the choice to gave take you the it choice. or not take it. How did he stop everybody? How, he called the DeSantis administration to put a mask on. Why do you guys want to fight that? No, but remember, it was late in the game. When, once the vaccine, remember, once the vaccine came, his presidency was pretty much over. It was the Joe Biden administration that came in with all these honorary restrictions. Remember that? It wasn't Trump. If you, everybody wants to defend the, yeah. the former president, you're, you're more than welcome to do so. You guys have the First Amendment right to do so, and I have the right to defend myself and to defend Counselor. Ron DeSantis, who I think is an excellent candidate, who's now been marginalized by a governor or by the president who lived in New York, then he moved to Florida, sometimes he's in New Jersey. You know, he's Donald just Trump was never a governor, but he ran the United States right. perfectly. He ran perfectly Trump, into right. COVID. He ran Trump University into the ground. Wait, wait, Everything that wait, works at Trump University, no, wait, very right. successful educational institution. But Remember that wait, one? Let's, let's go there, though. Right. Prior to COVID, tell me the accomplishments of the Donald Trump presidency were outstanding. It wasn't until COVID hit that people yeah, he fell that, apart. He, I he didn't fall, fall apart. Yeah, he fell apart. I think no, the government operation, the, the targeting right. of him. Remember, he was going to clean the deep state out until the deep state cleaned him out. That's, That's what you have, you have to remember. So he got buried by them, and now we're still reaping those benefits as the weaponized federal government continues to work against everybody here in this country. Right. Everything so, that works in Florida doesn't work for all 50 wait, uh, states. Can I stop real quick? I need a station break. I want to thank the sponsors that made this happen. Hope wins. I'm sitting right next to next to Joel Clausing. Rimke's Garage. Julie, she's somewhere on this boat. Illinois Concealed Carry. Um, um, uh, my buddy Carr, Gary Carr. Pearl Master Aviation. Mr. Allegra, he's up here somewhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> and my, my, my all-time sponsor, Jimmy Conomos with Best Dental. Thank you so much. I'm sorry. Go ahead. If 17 liberal states, we have 17 solid Democrat states, if they came against Ron DeSantis, he'll fold like a folding chair. He's no Donald Trump. Donald Trump doesn't bend or break for anybody, and he's showing that to us right now. He's fighting for us, you included. You fall behind Ron DeSantis you, if you, you want you, to. You believe all that? You yes. You only believe your yes. Wow. Yes. It's amazing that you can get so far behind somebody that had no problem selling everybody out as soon as it was. It, it when was. did he sell us out? He sells out all, everybody who's in a court case with him. He walks away. It's always somebody else's issue. That's okay. He's never done anything wrong. You guys can all apologize for him or blame somebody else. He is not a saint. He is not perfect. He makes mistakes. But... I mean, he's going to look, he's most likely going to win all the primaries, but he what he's done to the suburban he's Republicans, what he's done to suburban Republicans, like a former gubernatorial candidate, 
is kill moderate Republicans. I know you all hate moderate Republicans, but I, you know, I, don't I just had that conversation with the man on the that's street. That's right. But I got to be called the rhino, and I've got to be called an establishment character, and blah blah blah. I still vote Republican. But if you want to demean me and tell me I'm not perfect enough, like everybody else who votes for Donald Trump, so be it. I want to ask you, Verlon, are you going to vote for Ron DeSantis if he was the nominee? I will. If he's the nominee, yeah. Because, see, I'm not a never-Trumper. Right. But I'm not an only-Trumper. Right. And there are plenty of people. And I'm going to also blame something else on Donald Trump. Georgia lost two U.S. senators because, oh, we can't trust the mail, which he was in charge of. Right? Mm-hmm. He was in charge of it. Don't well, send your well, votes well, wait, in. Wait, wait. Don't vote for Kelly Loeffler. Don't vote for all these. Uh, and, and we handed around two U.S. Senate seats because his feelings were hurt. Right. And so we gave up control of the United States Senate, which well, is just as important it, it, as the president. It's not that simple, though. I mean, it, it, it's really not that simple. I mean, this guy, remember, we got to go back to the genesis of everything that Donald Trump had to endure. From the time he came down to that oh, Man, nobody wants to talk about that. He's though. so he. It's so no, wait, 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 hold on. I gotta make another oh, station break. I'm uh, sorry, guys. Guess what? Super Motocross comes to Joliet next Saturday, September 16th at Chicagoland Speedway. Buy your ticket soon. That's Super Motocross. They're coming to Joliet next Saturday, September 16th at Chicagoland Speedway. Go up. Uh, type in Super Motocross. And go get your tickets. Hold on, man. Now you sound like a Democrat. Why are you worrying about his money? I know millionaires. I never say nothing about their money. I don't know. We he... hang out. I don't. T- I don't bring up their money. I don't care about their money. We the same. We on equal footing. I take care of myself. I don't beg. Have you ever I seen him spend any of his own money? I don't have a ticket. Why he's, do I care about his he's money? He's not the average working man. So uh, stop pretending that he is. I never said Donald Trump was perfect. Don't point at me, I agree with Sean Thompson. He should have never shut down the economy for the four months right. when it when it happened. But other than that, he was close to perfect. He kept thirty two promises that that he made. Thirty two. John read them off on the show. Right. Thirty two. You could get a president to barely keep two. He was so perfect that he lost Georgia. He lost Arizona. Said that all the elections were fake and everything was fraudulent. And, and they were not fraudulent and fake hey, elections. The election wait. was not stolen from him. Hey, hey, Pistol Pete, Pistol Pete, play audio cut number. Uh, where is it? Where did it go? Because Verlon, this is for you too. Oh, because you said black women um, said are not black- for Donald Trump. I said black leftist Play clip number women. 19, Pistol Pete. No, clip number 19, go. Black women for Trump. This is why Trump is going to win. The black vote is going to come out in numbers for this president that we've never seen before for a Republican candidate, even Reagan. I, I will tell you this, that it's, I think, the most stupid strategy ever has been the Democrats indicting Donald Trump every chance that they yep. get. And people like me who've had enough and want to turn the page go, you know what, this is ridiculous. Yeah. This is this is a Protest total kill you, shot. Right? It absolutely <laughs> is. But I still support Ron DeSantis. But as a guy who's been doing this for 30 years, as a committeeman, as somebody who's walked precincts, won elections, lost elections, then I understand that you still have to get behind the nominee, and you have to get behind the person. I'm with who that. Can, but, Addition, multiplication, right. not subtraction. But and not division. all Republicans hear that. There, yeah. there are no perfect Republicans. We just have to make sure we're all together to get our nominee across the finish line. Right. And until we can do that, we will always lose. All right, guys, we're having the ball. Levelon, you want to finish that conversation? We got to move on.
We got to interview some of our sponsors. Guys, you're listening to Black and White Radio on AM560 Answer. We'll be right back. This is Black and White with John Anthony on AM560 The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right with John Anthony. I am Verlon Galloway, the troublemaker, and we are about to switch gears to something near and dear to my heart. Hope wins. Hope Joel wins. Clawson. Joel Clawson. Hope yeah. wins. Drug addicted kids and how to help them out of their bad situation. I wasn't a drug addicted kid, but I grew up you in sure? the now, I wasn't a drug addicted kid, but I grew up in a crack house, and I, I've talked about it, and it's hard on kids either way. If, if we both addicted. did. Yeah, we as both we did. We talk about this a lot. Yeah. Whether you're addicted as a kid or grew up with an addicted parent, and I want you to, to talk to what you do. It's, it's hard on everybody around it. No matter who the addict is, it affects everybody that's close to them. So that that's, as a dad watching a kid spiral down, it. It's just awful. It's absolutely, absolutely awful to watch. Well, I mean, t- t- tell the people what you do. How do you help these people out of this situation? So we actually don't help addicted kids. What we're trying to do is prevent addiction. Awareness. Awareness. So my wife goes into schools and does presentations to the kids, and she's, she's developed uh, different tools to use. Okay. So one of those tools is actually a key. So she'll hand the kids all a key. She'll also hand them a bracelet, and then she'll also give them a T-shirt. Now, as a family, we could handle all those expenses, except T-shirts run about four bucks. And every school that's invited her in, that's public, has invited her back. So once they get hired back, she gets brought back. It's... So she'll just do a freshman class or a freshman and sophomore class, and all yeah. of a sudden they'll say, can you do the whole school? Yeah. So now, not only are you bringing 800 T-shirts, but now you're bringing 3,200 T-shirts, like to a Naperville North. Right. I'm not sure on the numbers, but, you know, I didn't <laughs> look works. up the numbers. It sounds good. But she's packing that uh, my truck pretty yeah. full of T-shirts when she's going to do this. So the key itself is pretty cool because when you think about a key – it was pretty cool. A, a, a psychologist at DuPage County had us in to talk to kids, and what he did is he showed us what that key was, and he was talking about the key to talk. And the reason he gave the key to the kids to talk around the circle was because a key opens doors and closes doors. So when she's talking to these kids and she's talking about the key, she's letting them know it's the decision, Right. It's the key right. that opens and locks doors. Some doors you should keep open. Some doors you should lock. Never open. But, yeah, some yeah. doors should never be open. Yeah. And that's what the video we had, right? right? Now, that the video, video she shows is all about that door yeah. that Keenan should have never opened. Correct. He should have locked that door. Right. But the bracelet, why she hands out the bracelet, it says, Hope, or um, like uh, Wheaton Warrenville South wins, right? Right. We all want to win on the outside. We all want to be victors. We don't want to lose, sure. right? We're all right. competitive. But my son, one year, my wife was talking to her, ten- going to talk to her tennis team for when, when you have the awards night. Yeah. And she goes, I don't know what to write. I don't know what to say. We lost. We were losers this year. He goes, Mom, winning isn't on the outside. Mm. Winning happens on the inside. Amen. Wow. So what happens on that key, on the inside of that key she has engraved, you hold the key. Yeah. 
Don't let anybody else hold your key. Did you bring one of the keys? I want I want a key now. You're going to get everything. <laughs> You're going to get everything. You know, I got the cruise. I didn't know how many people were here. <laughs> yeah. We'd have brought T-shirts yeah. and keys and bracelets. Yeah. Next year we will. Yeah. For everybody. Joe, I, I, you may not know this, but that last gentleman that was here, uh, Rep, Dennis Revaletti. So prior to him leaving the General Assembly, uh, we started work on, we were the first um, state in the entire nation that went after uh, heroin, and we, 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 we reformed how we approached it. Uh, he then left, and then I worked with uh, uh, Representative Lou Lane, and we got it passed. Um, because a lot of people really don't understand the harmful effects of not just drugs, but heroin, and, and, and then it's laced now with fentanyl. Exactly. Um, that's, this opens, I just lost a cousin. My mom's twin's son, he's 48 years old, he took some Oxycontin and it was laced with fentanyl. Talk to us about the dangers of these drugs and, and what should parents look for? Do you guys, because you're an awareness organization, do you help parents understand these things? What we don't do is we, we don't talk to the parents. Now, um, I just it would be up cool to go to a aspect. big school assembly, have all the parents uh, come in. Um, I'm trying to think of the guy's name that does John that. Roberts? No, it's a basketball player. Oh, I don't know who. It's just not coming to me. Okay. Um, I, I wish it was. But right after Keenan died, Wheaton World, Warrenville South had him come in. He gives out purple T-shirts. He talked to everybody, really? right? So if Patty had an opportunity to come talk to a school and parents, yeah. they would hear the same talk. Right. So... And, and the reason for the T-shirts, we had a friend uh, that was named Joe Kish, and he runs one of the junior highs, and he says, I hate one-and-dones, right? You go to an assembly, yeah. you talk, and you learn it. something. It's kind of like going to church, but ask a week later what the sermon was about. You go, ah, right? right. So you kinda, it kind of leaves you. But when you sh- see these T-shirts that Which that I, have one. I have one. I have a great one. I like yeah, the you white have ones. one. And I left a bunch behind the other night at Cigar Night. But when you see those T-shirts walking around Wheaton or you're in Florida or you're at the Kalahari and you see a green and white one from Glenbard West, you go, holy cow, it's all over. Now, how can people get involved? Because we're short on time. How can people get involved? Is there a website? You have social media? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so you can go to, so you go, Keenan wrote four different documents, which is really cool. Really quickly, get into that then. Yeah, he wrote his own personal story. He wrote a hope poem for my wife, because he used to write the deepest, darkest, worst music he could possibly. We made a sound room for him down the basement so he could write his music. He was really gifted, really gifted. Really. And obviously, you can't make a sound room a sound room. We all heard what he was singing. (laughs) But anyway, um, it was awful. It was actually awful music. So when he was in jail, he told Patty that I, I, I wrote you something, and I sent it to you. When she got that in the mail, it was called the Hope Poem. Wow. And that Hope Poem has done more for people than anything I've ever seen. So if you go to the website, hopewins7, the number 7.org, you can read his Hope Poem and other things he wrote. Just really moving stuff. Wow. I, think that, I think this is great. We have to. We have to save our kids in every which way because the left are indoctrinating our kids yeah. in every which way so you're you're doing a great service and i thank you so now, the other way you can get involved is patty's willing to go to more schools I was also, that, that was so if question. there's more schools that want patty to come out and do the talk you what i would suggest if there's anybody wondering is this a talk we want at our school again yes she's never gone to a public school 
that hasn't had her back. Right. So it's good. Right. I mean, else she wouldn't be coming back. Oh, yeah. So she's got time to go to more public schools, but more than time, she's got the heart. Yeah. She wants to do more public schools because she believes in the message. She believes in the message because when she goes to a Chick-fil-A and she's standing there in, or, or, or at the, at the drive-thru trying to use her points, which she doesn't know how to use, <laughs> then she pulls up and goes, the, lady, the girl goes, aren't you the lady that does those talks? Wow. I still have my T-shirt. And Patty goes, oh, I'm really glad you do. She goes, that's so people don't forget the talk. She yeah. goes, a talk like that. You know who would love to interview you? A talk like Sean. that, you don't forget. Oh, oh for sure. A talk you, like Sean. that, you don't forget. Yeah. So just that just happened this week. It's yeah. just so cool, the response you get from kids, even two, three years down the road. Oh, yeah. We got to get We, we got to introduce Sean you to Sean Thompson. Yeah. He would love to have you on the show. <laughs> yeah. He would love to have you <laughs> and talk that, to you. That'd be awesome. Sean's great. Yeah. I, I, I love listening to him to scream. I mean, <laughs> it's just awesome. Uh, that, the passion that Sean Thompson he has. He has it. Woo. I met his dad the other night, too. Yeah. So yeah. he comes from good stock. Well, nice you know, guy. He, he drinks that 120 Life, so that, yeah. that, that's why he's able to do it. That, you welcome, Sean, that plug for you in 120 Live. But he's naturally hype. Of course, yeah. who's my favorite guy? <laughs> yeah. Dan? The prof man. Dan. I mean, uh, that's what I grew up on, right? Yeah. Listening to uh, Dan and Amy. Yeah. So it, it's just so fun. Your whole show is awesome. I love guy. it all. The smartest guy yeah. at the station, Dan. He is, he is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So I want to go golf with that guy, though. That's what oh. I want to do. I want to oh, take yeah? him to my club. Yeah. Oh. And you guys are welcome, too. Yeah. We got, well, listen. <laughs> I'll drive the golf cart. I'm not good at swinging the golf club. I'll be kicking up grass. Really quickly, what's the website again? Hope Hope Wins, all one word, the number seven, dot O-R-G. If you start putting in Hope Wins, it will just pop up. Yeah, yeah. It's the first thing that pops up. Well, Joe, thank you so much for sponsoring this boat cruise. You bet. I really Glad appreciate to be here. it. I just met you, and you sponsored the boat cruise. I must have left some impression <laughs> for you to do You that. know what was cool? When we walked in the in the room, I I, I knew I, why I wanted to go to Cigar Night. Yeah. I thought it was to meet Prager yeah. and Prof, but it was actually to meet you. That's and I'm so works. blessed that we did. Amen. Oh, I feel, I feel honored. I really do. I, really I told feel Bill honored. that, my best friend. Yeah. Actually, everybody needs a good friend if they're going through crap. And my friend Bill walked down that spiral down. I with love me. Bill. Where, yeah. There he is, right there. Yeah. All right, you're listening to Black and Right. Joe Clausen, Hope Clausing, Hopewind7.org. Go visit it. We'll be right back. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560. The answer. Switch your attitude. Go ahead and level up yourself. Just that this different latitude. Welcome back. Black and White Radio live on Lake Michigan. Captain Joe's taking us around with these gorgeous views of Lake Michigan. Free Spirit Yacht Cruises, guys. Go ahead and book your occasion. I'm telling you, I've been trying to get Tyrone Muhammad and those kids out here on this lake. All right, you better get these kids out here, Tyrone. All right, let's do it. Uh, I also want to thank Joe Clausen from Hope Wind 7, uh, Remke's Garage. Julie, I don't know where you're at. She's somewhere on this boat. My friend Gary Carr from Illinois Concealed Carry Training. And Pearlmaster Aviation, Mr. Allegra, where you at? I don't, there he is, you Italian good-looking son of a you, you. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, we're going to be talking to a candidate from Arizona. 
all the way from Arizona. Yeah, hold the applause. Wow, yeah. they got real quiet. They were like, wait a minute. Alex Stovall is a, you, a House candidate for Arizona's 5th District, uh, Mr. Biggs District. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. So, Alex, talk to us. You came all the way out here from Arizona. You have family here. Um why should the voters of the 5th District of Arizona vote for Alex Stovall? Well, first and foremost, thank you for having me on. Yeah. That's a great question. I get that all the time. I would say we need to start electing people that have perspective. We have a lot of people that talk about what they heard and not what they know. Yeah. I have a serious problem with that. I think that the next generation, 10, 15, 25 years from now, needs leaders that they can relate to, yeah. leaders that they can connect with, and leaders that understand them and what their day-to-day challenges are. Yeah. I don't personally think the person in that seat does that, nor has he done that, according to the policies. Uh, what is it, 23 that I've looked at now? Wow. So we have a serious problem. We have a lot of people that get up there, get cozy, get cushy, I guess you could say, and they, they get selective political memory. Yeah. They forget the people that elected them. They forget the people in the community. As a matter of fact, I can't remember the last time I seen him oh, in, wow. the, in the community. But at the end of the day, I just want people to show the fruits. Yeah. If you're going to represent my district that I grew up in and went to seven high schools and bounced around because it was challenging growing up, yeah. I expect you to adhere to the same values that everybody else has yeah. in you know, the conservative movement. You know, one of the things that I've, I, I know as a, as a former candidate, somebody who's actually run, um, I've run for office and won for office, is that when we get a lot of candidates... Trying to they, get like you. Yeah, they don't want to talk about themselves. You just said you bounced around from seven... That's the message that resonates with people. I think when you're, if you're able to tell a story, and you can articulate it clearly, and then you can you can you can show them why what you've been through can help get them get them out mm. of whatever predicaments they've been in right. in their life. So, what is it about how, what happened in that story with the right, seven right. bouncing around seven so, high schools? I would say, in short, a brief synopsis. Yeah. I'm a product of the American dream. My mom bounced around. We were in subsidized housing. We we started in Chirac, excuse me, Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's now she's now. I'm not going to tell you where she's. No, no, she, we don't she, she out here. I know. You um, told me, but I won't say. <laughs> and then she moved us. She wanted yeah. a better life, a better opportunity from us. So now, as we were challenging, we didn't have a father. Yeah. He was out doing whatever. Fathers yeah. were doing back then. Yeah. Um, don't want to disrespect my parents, right. right? But at the end of the day, we were there. We bounced around 57 times. We were staying in houses, you know, turning on the electricity, yeah. turning on the water. We grew up in the system. Yeah. But through faith, Same story. through sports, through a good education, here military. I am. Military. Right? Went to the military. Which branch? Army. Okay. The oh. only branch. Well, my dad was Army. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, bro. Okay, you you know, because you're from Arizona, right. you know what happened to Carrie Lake. Yes. How do you overcome the Democrat chicanery? So you want the political answer or do you want the, the, the hood answer? We got three minutes. Both. All right, Both. so, the, so the political answer is, yes, we should do something to try and mitigate the risks. I don't think we could ever get rid of all of the infection that's infected our district, our communities, and the state of Arizona as a whole. But what I will say is, why not have padlocks? If we can't get rid of the Dominion machines, why not have a padlock on every single one of those machines? Okay, you guys can have your machines, mm -hmm. but the minute somebody tampers with it, we'll know. It's not about tampering with the machines go down every election. They go down. Uh, what's, what's, what's the name of that county? Macopa County. What's Maricopa, the name? yeah. Maricopa <laughs> County. And you never get a result. So right. how do you overcome that? And you can give me the, the real answer. The hood the hood answer. answer. I want the hood answer. I want the hood answer, too. <laughs> hood answer is get all, get all the mothers in the community, and we just going to count them. All right. We're just going to count them. They don't it's let a, you. It's a, 
They don't let you. If look, you what have, happened, look what happened to Carrie Lake. Okay, so I'll put it to you this way. You have a million people in all nine districts. If you have maybe... 12% of them that show up and say, we're going to count the ballots, you think they're going to say, oh, no, we can't do that? Well, they did it in Michigan. Did yeah. they sh- in Pennsylvania or Michigan, remember they shut the people out? Yes. They kicked out all of the judges and all that, the poll watchers. Whitmer. But Whitmer. We're not, the but one we're not my Michigan. daughter loves. We're not, we're not Michigan, Michigan, though. My woke <laughs> daughter loves Whitmer. Well, we got a, we got a few minutes. Where can people who want to get involved in your campaign, uh, even Illinois, Illinois can send money as well. Where can they find you? What social media platforms do you have? Right. Alex for Arizona is all my tags on Twitter, on Instagram, on uh, I think it's Rails. I try and stay What's up Rails? to date. It's the, it's that new thing that Zuckerberg pushed out. He's trying to compete oh, with threads, online. Threads, threads. Threads. Yeah, whatever. Threads, I don't like yeah. it. I can't keep up with bookface and chat snap really and all quickly, that stuff. Website? AlexforArizona.com. Alex Stovall, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Go win one. All right. Wow. You, you know, I, I love it when I see young people yeah. running for office. Yeah, I'm 47, so I probably can call you young now. Yeah, you old. You old. You 50. You 50. One. You 50. You One. ain't 50. You 50. So stop your old taffy apple head self. I'm going to keep saying that. Julie, I've been calling your name, and you just been ignoring me, but that's okay. Rimkey's Garage, thanks so much for sponsoring this, this boat cruise. You listening to Black and Right? We'll be right back. And you believe we now return to Black and White on AM560, The Answer. Here's John Anthony. All right, I got a question for the crowd. Marvin Gaye or George Michael? Who said George Michael? Get off the boat. Kick him off. Throw him off the boat. Marvin Gaye. See, wait, even Reverend Lee said Marvin Gaye. He said that last time. Oh, good oh, man on the street. Oh, wait, no. Let's ask the women. The women. Only the women. Marvin Gaye or George Michael? Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye, boy. I heard you, Shut down somewhere. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome back to Black and Right. Guys, we're having fun on the boat. Yeah, as you can see. <laughs> I have I have no idea. <laughs> Boss, I can't hear. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh, Captain Joe. Captain Joe, you having a good time down there? Can you hear us loud and clear? Give us one time. One time, Captain Joe. One time. Come on, Captain Joe. There we go. Oh, hey, look at the... Look, we got a drone, guys. Oh, that's awesome. We got a drone following us. I know. That's J.B. Pritchard. <laughs> J.B. Pritchard's looking at us. J.B. Pritchard. Say hi, everybody. <laughs> All right. All right, I wanted to bring on our next guest. I've actually known him for quite some time when I when I built the community center in Boulder Hill. Robert Renteria, from the barrio to the the boardroom, you've written you've written this book. Uh, how long ago? The first book was released in 2008. And you, have a, you have two books. Actually, there's Three? a trilogy of books, right? Whoa. That book right there, From the Barrio to the Boardroom, is used in middle schools and high schools. Mm-hmm. There's a graphic novel called Me Barrio that's used third grading up. An activity coloring book called Little Barrio was pre-KK 1 and 2. Yeah. So how did you get involved in, in, in writing the book? And you're also involved in, you go to schools, you give discussions. What, what do you talk about? And how did, you, how, how did this happen? How did this come about? Look, if we have money for wars and can't feed the poor... And there's children, teenagers, and adults alike walking around lost in a culture of darkness. I said, I'm going to do something about it. So I got involved in writing a trilogy of books. We have an academic curriculum that we donate to schools at no cost. I work with the ministries. We have a faith-based 
curriculum to get kids in the Bible study to lead them to Christ where I can see the promised land. So I go to schools and tell kids that if they dream big, then the odds don't even matter. Yeah. And you have books here for sale, so... No, nah, we, we're giving them out. Going, oh, you're giving them out? Absolutely. That's right, you always do give them out. You right. You always give them out. Uh, yes, go ahead. What does the American dream mean to you? That's a wonderful question. Nobody's ever asked me that, right? The American dream for me that we as a nation come together as one race, a human race, and not be about blue states or red states, but rather about the United States, one nation under God. Wow. Wow. And, 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 and in, my, in my opinion, too, no, not, not political parties, not based upon... I think we I think we do ourselves a disservice when we I was just having the conversation with Mark. He got upset with about a vote that somebody made. I said, Well, did that vote help this didn't get upset with that. They're supposed to adhere to the party. Dude, you look at it, the Illinois Republican Party, they're in in shambles right now. Right. So why would I adhere to a party and not my own principles and what I believe in, right? Right. Well, it can't be about... I work with kids, so it can't be about having the kids be a political football, mm-hmm. right? And it can't be about race because kids don't know color, kids know love. Right. Yeah, we teach that. Right. That's something that's taught. Absolutely. That's, and, and Phil from Blue Island doesn't get that. He doesn't get that at all. Uh-uh. You know, he believes it's all about race. It's all about skin color. I don't believe it. Phil, you're getting called out. I did. I called him out. <laughs> what is your message? What what message would you send to anybody, any young kid? I mean, it's not so much for you, I know. It's not just Latino kids. It's not black kids. It's not white kids. It's kids. What's your message for that kid that's having to deal with the onslaught of everything that's coming after them, coming for them today? What's that message to that kid that's listening? Well, one of the things I want to say to the kids in Chicago, especially now with all the violence, and this message goes out to Mayor Brandon Johnson as well, is that gang banging and violence is not a lifestyle but a death style, and that the ultimate weapon is not a loaded gun but an educated mind. And I, 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 Villan just gave Phil the headset because. I need, I, to, I need to say this. I want Phil to respond. I can't let it go. You know, I'm an instigator. I start trouble. He's troublemaker. But John said kids don't know race. They, they're they taught race. Right. So he said Phil doesn't believe that, so I want Phil to respond. So here's the mic, Phil. <laughs> I, I want to be in context. Uh, can you repeat that for me? I ba- oh, so basically, we were talking about race, and I said kids are not kids. Kids don't know or understand race. They're taught it. They're taught. You know how I know my kids because I, because of how I taught my kids. It's not about their skin color. Okay, I agree. You, I, but but we've had this 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 okay. disagreement okay. that you believe it's all about skin color. Uh, again, if you're living in a house with um, somebody who's teaching white supremacy. White supremacy is going to be something that's that's collected in the home from the children, especially if they're seeing certain, you know, swastikas stickers or you know whatever. But what type about of black, black nationalism? Is that the same? Isn't that the same coin, different side? I don't know. I was hearing this conversation about how, um, um, you know, if you're just teaching race, um, Pete, stretch me out another minute. That. You know, you, you, again, when you learning certain things about a particular race, it depends on what's being taught, if it's positive or negative. I'm hearing a lot of static. I'm right. sorry. That's right. Uh, we all get it. It's oh, okay. okay. It's so okay. keep talking. It's coming through. So again, if you're right, race is a talk yeah. construct. It is. You know, but if you if, if but again, if you're trying to uh, eliminate it by uh, critical race theory saying it can't be taught in the educational type of a system, 
then there's something wrong with that, too. Can't you agree? We only got 30 seconds, so I can't answer that question. <laughs> but when we come back from the break, I will answer that question. And maybe I'll, I'll, get your, I'll get your take first on that question. I'll have Phil reiterate the question, and then you answer it first, and then I'll give my take on, on what I believe right on. that to be so. Guys, thank you guys so much for joining us this year. This is our fourth year, and we're excited. You're listening to Black and Right. We'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio, live on Lake Michigan with Captain Joe and Free Speed Guy Cruises. We love you, Captain Joe. I want to thank Joe Clausen from Hope Wins. The Rimkeys at Rimkeys Garage, Gary Carr from Illinois Concealed Carry, and Bob Allegra from Pearlmaster Aviation. And guys, don't forget, Super Motocross, uh, September 16th in Joliet. Go get your tickets. It's going to be at the Chicago Speedway. Now, Phil, pose that question again. We'll get we'll get Robert to answer. Pose your question. Okay, we were talking about the issue of race being taught. And if you're concerned about it being taught in the home, if you don't trust what you're being taught in the home or others are being taught in the home, why can't why would you put up a system and, and fight against uh, critical race theory or or make critical race theory something that is so negative that you know it it it, it just becomes a construct that that you know everybody wants to fight against, but it's a way to educate. My my comment to that is: look, it's okay for us to have interracial relationships, so we need to love each other and take care of each other because that's how Foundation World was built. And if we build on that foundation, then we can be champions of this place that we call home to take care of our families, our neighbors, our community, our great city, and then beyond. Now, here's my answer: critical race theory, as it is taught today, is not as it was founded to be taught. Remember, there was stop, a group. Stop, stop. Remember, no, no, no. Remember, there was a group of lawyers that got together to put to put together the teachings of critical race theory. A lot of people don't know the foundation of critical race theory. Now, listen. Why would you want your child, if you're white, why would you want your child to be taught that you're an enemy, that you are you are automatically racist because of your birth? That is what they're teaching in this critical race theory, culturally responsive teaching as well. Because now they're changing the name, culturally responsive teachings. But if you take something like if you're using the label critical race theory right but then you also have these old history books yeah. that you are now whitewashing right changing uh, 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 making it more palatable to white people really just rewriting history well we've already rewrote history I don't know what the, the history has already been re- rewritten multiple of times multiple times because you know what it's, you know we, we've had this discussion at the very thought of slavery, Larry 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 Elder just said it on on Charlemagne the God show. There's the. Do you think there's slavery if those African chieftains had not sold out our our own people? They sold out our own people. You think those white people would have went into Africa and took them themselves? No, no, it wouldn't happen. You don't think so? No, we, it wouldn't happen. Okay, well, those who, strong. Who, who who owned the ships? Huh? Who owned? Okay, the that's different. That's no, no, different. It's not different. It is different. Okay, if you had a ship, right? If the Chieftains don't do what they did. You can't feel the ships. If 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 you didn't come over the Portuguese, if 
the Spains and whoever went over there didn't go over there and say, hey, we want to build uh, in your land. And if you don't yeah. do this, we're going to give this group over here. No, guns. it was money. And listen, see, Follow the, same, the money, brother. Brother, the same thing that's happening today with all the games, yeah. the same thing happened back then on the shores okay. of Africa. Right. And that don't sound some, like Brandon Johnson making gave, excuses, though. Gave, no, it's not. They gave certain <laughs> tribes guns yeah. and rum. Yeah. And Why? Said, go to take uh, if, if if you don't uh, 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 if you don't go and take people from this tribe over here yeah. from the John tribe, yeah. right? I'm the Philip tribe. They came to me and gave me guns and drugs, yeah. right, or alcohol. And then they say, go over to the Johns and take John's people. Guess what they gonna and do? Put them enslaved. They gonna fight. They and gonna take them. Well, that's what happened. That's what, exactly. That's but what again, happened. Once, once then we have okay. It's just like saying drug dealers. People say, "What? Don't take the drugs. Don't sell the drugs." Right? The chicken or the egg theory. It's the power. Comes first? It's chicken the, or the egg? It's the power behind it. Yeah, and, and it's still. So what? So what's the excuse here in the state of Illinois? Almost every elected official here is black. Almost every last one, especially the power pullers. And what does that mean? Because remember, it was all about power with racism. And you actually think that they have the power? Uh, no, because they don't they know how to the take position. it. They don't know how to take it. They have the position. Hour three coming up next. They have the position. to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in Welcome back. Hour three of Black and White Radio live on Lake Michigan with Captain Joe and the Free Spirit Yacht Cruises. Thank you, Captain Joe. You guys still having a good time? All right. Y'all sure don't lie to me now. Don't lie. Don't lie. Don't lie. I want to thank our sponsors for making this happen. First and foremost, AM560, The Answer, who lets this show go on every single week, Saturday, 4 to 7. Hope wins with Joel Clausen. Rimke's, Rimke's Garage. Julie, ignore me again, but that's okay. Also, my buddy Gary Carr with Illinois Concealed Carry Training. Pearl Mass Aviation with Bob Allegra. Woo-hoo. And guys, don't forget, Super Motocross over at Joliet, Chicagoland Speedway on September 16th. Go get your tickets. All right. We have uh, actually a great speaker coming in town. Uh, who's another, pa- sometime. another patriot that's been beat up, um, tried to be canceled. Um, Roxanne Shika? Shilka. Shilka. 
Um, you are here to represent the interests of Chris and Chris Ann Hall. And to those who may not know who Chris Ann Hall is, talk to us about who is Chris Ann Hall and why are you guys bringing her here to the state of Illinois? Yes, but before I do that, yeah. we have a special event. She's coming to town next weekend, yeah. and Friday night opening is going to be Miss Jamie Doat. She's oh going to be singing the national anthem, and she can sing it now. Really? Is that okay? Well, you know what? Let's 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 go to break with her singing the, the, the national anthem. Sure. We'll go to break with that. All right. Okay. Um, okay. E, give me some time. I want to have this young lady sing the national anthem. All right. Now tell us why are you bringing Miss Hall? Okay. She is my hero. I love this woman. A couple years ago when Prisker was going with the lockdowns and illegal mandates, instinctively I knew that was wrong. I just didn't know legally what ground I stood on. And my good friend Tom Kozak introduced me to Chris Ann Hall. I started listening to her and I said, oh my goodness, we got to bring her into town. She is a former state prosecutor for the state of Florida who was fired for teaching the Constitution on her own time. That is happening a lot more now today. People are being fired for actually adhering to the Constitution. Yes. You know? Yes. So this event is when, where, and does it cost to get in, and where can people find it? It is next Friday and Saturday. Friday evening and then two sessions Saturday. She's going to be teaching us um, you know, our rights and our liberties and our history. It's going to be Friday night at Wheaton Bible Church in Wheaton. There is no charge to get in. We ask for a goodwill offering because she doesn't want anyone not to come because they can't afford it. This is too important. Did you want to say something? Is there something you want to say? Just grab the mic. So, so hang on. Just let, let, let me bring this up here. Hang on. Hang on. Okay. Let's, he's he's got to bring it up. He said, let him bring it up. You got, okay. you got a question? Listen, I, I, I love what I'm hearing. But I'm distracted right now because I'm looking at this Alex Jones for President T-shirt Info Wars. Oh my gosh! Who was Alex Jones for President? Not me. Donald Trump. <laughs> I don't want Alex. Keep on, talk, keep on talking, sweetie. That shirt, I had to, I had to mention that shirt. Well, I'm going to tag on to what Latasha was saying earlier. Because Chris Ann Hall says what we need to do is have an education foundation. Because I'm going to put you on the spot, John. Can you name Can you name the five liberties that are guaranteed in our First Amendment? Can you name the five liberties that are guaranteed in our First Amendment? <laughs> What's my name? <laughs> you know what? Only 2% of the entire population knows that. But the point is, if you don't know your rights, how do you know you still have them? How do you know? So you've got, that's her whole thing. You've got to have a, a, a knowledge. You've got to be educated. You've got to know your history. There is a, a wonderful, wonderful uh, history on black Americans 
that's been erased. In fact, I've got a book here that used to be, let me show you. This used to be a textbook in our schools. And it's been banned. Hold on. It's called The Colored Patriots of the American Revolution. Just refer to some of the good black history that's been erased. Like like what, what you have read. True. Well, um, the first man to die in our war for independence was a freed black man. In Boston, 10,000 people lined the streets at his funeral. They wrote poems about him, and they thought he would his name would go down in history. Do you know this history, Phil? Have you ever heard of the man named Crispus Adams? Yes. Yes. Okay. Big time. Okay. Is that taught in our schools no. today? No. Well, when no. I was, it was. Not now, my I school. learned it. I learned about it. Not my school. All right. You want to now bring on your, your um, singer? Jamie. Yes. All right, set it up. Come on, set her up. Bring her on. I don't, okay. I don't know her name. <laughs> Jamie is going to open Friday night at the Chris Ann Hall event. Everybody stand up. 6.30. Can you just let everybody know what you're going to sing? Hello, everyone. We're going to be singing the national anthem. So if you could please stand, remove your hats. Hands over hearts. We'll join together in song. Awesome. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rockets ran the bombs bursting on the free speed yacht cruises with Captain Joe at the helm and Easy E, Easy E on the boards. <laughs> Thank you so much. You guys got an update? Is there an update, Roxanne? 
Yes. What's the update? Okay. Friday night, 6.30 to 8.30, she's going to give a history of the Constitution. It's 700 years old. Thomas Jefferson didn't have an epiphany and just over the weekend write our Declaration of Independence. And then Saturday morning, she's going to be teaching about the history that we've lost. Saturday afternoon, it's going to be next steps, our sovereign duty, what we can do to get our country back. So we need everybody there. We need to unite, take courage, and next steps. Yeah. So once again, where can people find, what's the website? Is there a website? Um, go to Facebook and, what's the and Chris Ann Hall, uh, the Chicago event. Real quickly, we gotta go. All right. Ah, come on. <laughs> the singer's name, real quick. The singer, Jamie Doat. Jamie Doat. Thank you so much. You're listening to Black and Right. We'll be right back. Let's get it to him, baby girl. Hey, hey, that's right. Black and Right continues. On AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560 Answer. Live on Lake Michigan. Are you guys still fired up? Taffy Applehead, I ain't talking to you. (laughs) All right, coming on the show next, I got my Asian persuasion, my brother from another mother, my Monica, Aaron Delmar. What's going on, John? It's so happy to be on the show again, brother. Thank you. And guys, um, you guys know this next voice as soon as he opens his mouth. (laughs) Kelvin Coburn, who's running for the 95th State Rep District, primary in, um, we're not going to say your opponent's name. Right. right. Uh, Bring the mic up. Welcome. You enjoying yourself? Man, loving myself, man, loving everything on the black and white. Oh, I'm loving it, man. Yeah, I'm very, my wife oh, loving it. Up. There she is. She's over here smiling from ear to ear, man. Boy, I got some brownie points on this one. I know Junior's on here somewhere. Junior was like, he listened to the show and he like, that's Junior. Yeah, yeah. He said he loves the show. And what you running for office, man? What's next? John, you know, you know, I'm not running for anything, man. I had an amazing experience last year running for lieutenant governor, supported by many of the people that are here on this boat here today. I want to give a special thank you to all the John Anthony supporters that are here that are rocking it on the boat. Got to give love to Black and Right. You know, it was an amazing experience. I love going throughout the whole state of Illinois, fighting for conservative values, fighting for all of our rights, fighting for people that are going to follow the United States Constitution and hold the line against the tyranny that J.B. Pritzker is bringing to Illinois, to Chicago, and to a house near you. But right now, I'm just trying to work with all the state rep candidates like Mr. Colburn over here. And that's I'm why work- I wanted to bring you guys together. Yeah, man. I'm I want to get other people elected. I want to try to give my knowledge that I have. I want to fundraise because we got to raise money for these great candidates. Can you say that again? We got to fundraise for each of these great candidates here because it's great if you got a gun, but if you don't have any bullets, you're not going to be firing at anybody. You got a paperwork. Now, as somebody who's who's still an elected official today, yes, sir. What's an advice would you give to Kelvin? Just like top three things that he should be doing. You got to start building your militia yesterday. You got to look at this group. You got to see all the people that are donors and sponsors in here, and you got to give them a reason to donate. Get excited about it. Get your volunteer base together. Do not pay any political consultants. They're going to steal your money. You need to put together your grassroots campaign, working from the bottom up, getting your message out to the people door by door if that's necessary. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Keep, go ahead. Uh, we yeah. can still hear you. The okay. radio, yeah, every, yeah, everybody in 
but you know, one of the things is, I always tell people, you know, I'm not a politician. I'm a representative. Yeah. And my whole campaign is about the grassroots, yeah. period. I told my people, I says, I can't do this without you. So one of the things I'm doing is I'm promising term limits the first time. Right. You know what I mean? I'm asking for three terms. The first term is for us to go in there and actually make change and tear things down. The second is, is to put a consistent strategy in place that will guarantee that the grassroots voices will be heard. Now, the third term, that's the fun term, because I'm going to come back to the grassroots and ask, who do you got? When they tell me who is next, they're going to shadow me for the whole third term. At the end of that, I will turn over funding, endorse, and continue to push, because it's the grassroots that's that's going to get done. You know what? But you Mm -hmm. know what turned me on, what spoke to me? Mm -hmm. And your message was that you're going to tear it all down. Because when you tear it down, what do you need to do? You need to rebuild and you need to reform. Yes, sir. And the only way you can rebuild and you can reform is by tearing it down and building it back up from brick by brick. Even to the foundation, though. Even to the foundation. Even to the foundation. Because that's the thing about it is, if you don't tear it down, both sides are going to run over you. You are in the middle of... You're in the middle of two problems, a crazy left and an established right that don't even listen to you. 100%. But you know, so, you know talking about campaign advice, I'll give mm-hmm. you a piece of advice. You may think you're walking through a wheat field, but you're walking in landmines to the left yeah. and to the right. Yeah. Everyone that's out there is going to try to take you down if they yeah. know you or they don't, yeah. because they don't want to see leadership and direction yes, like sir. you're trying to bring to the Illinois State House, mm-hmm. because Springfield won't work if they don't have the corruption. Exactly. Correct. Right? Exactly. You need to re- refill, rebuild and reform Illinois from the bricks up. Right. So, Aaron, um, that sounds like a speech. No. What's you running for, Aaron? <laughs> I'm not running for anything. I've not even thought about mm-hmm. running for anything right now. All I want to do. You don't do, want to make any breaking news here? Right. I don't want to make any breaking news. All I'm trying to do is help conservative candidates that believe in the United States Constitution, yep. just like my man right here to the left, so they can go to Springfield, they can go to Congress, yep. they can go to the county boards, they can go yep. to the library boards, yes, all sir. the way up and down the Dog board. Dog catcher, baby. That's yes, right, because now we know what you're doing. We're building momentum. Yes. We're building a group. We're building our mercenaries. We're going to go out there and we're going to make the change that we need. Because yeah. people talk about grassroots, right? Mm-hmm. Most time when you say grassroots, they're talking about not having any money and being underfunded. Right. No, we're talking about changing the philosophy, the yes. understanding, yes. and the way that we fight. Right. Now, Kelvin, i got to bring another guest on. So, okay. talk to the people. Where can they find you? I mean, you got social media, website. Yes, yes. Uh, you can find me at CoburnForHouse.com. Once again, CoburnForHouse.com. You can see our plan. We can see what the grassroots are going to do. Each grassroots member is going to vote on every bill, but we need to fundraise for this to actually get this done. And you know what? If there's any candidates that are out there that are running for school board, any kind of board, if you're running for county, statewide, Congress, if you're running for park district board, and you need help for free, go to AaronDelmar.com. That's right, AaronDelmar.com. I'm giving away all the free information, all the help, because I'm going to build that grassroots militia hand-in-hand with everybody that's here today, and we're going to take this boat. We're going to turn this into into a battleship next year, John. But I got one more question. What's your question? What are you running for, Aaron? I'm not running for anything right now. That's my word, and that's what I'm sticking to it. I love being on the show, John. Thanks for having me. You know, and I love thanks you, for being a warrior here Thank out you, here today. I appreciate it. Aaron Delmar, Kevin Cope, you have one more thing? Yeah, one more thing to say. I'll probably get in trouble to get out of here. i got to send a shout out to my guy, Val Orheda. He's yeah. out there kicking up roots and he's performing people. Yeah, so, hey, that's it. You know, we coming. That's all I can say. We coming. Thanks, y'all. We ain't coming. We here. We here. Hey, all right. Jimmy Conomos is also a sponsor of Black and White Radio all year round. Hey, if you if you're on this boat and you want to sponsor Black and White Radio, Patrick, where are you? Patrick, see that guy in the pink waving his hand? Talk to him if you want to sponsor Black and White Radio throughout the year. 
like my buddy Jim Economos does. Jim, what's going on? I, I know what you're getting ready to talk about. Meg's Fields. Let's go. Well, I knew you were going to get on there and fire it up. Yeah. <laughs> can you hear me? I can hear you. Go ahead. Here. Go ahead. Well, anyways, like they say, history has to be taught. A lot of younger people don't know that the island where we left off of used to have an airport. Yeah. It's now called Northern Island, which doesn't do anything. 20 years ago, daily criminal destroyed this airport. In the, in, my, in, the, in the middle of the night, right? Right. And to me, that signaled or started Chicago's decline because it wasn't prosecuted. Airports generate money, and he took it away. Right. And look at Chicago, what's happened since. Right. Um, we haven't had a mayor like that, right? Or is the, the last three, have they been worse than that mayor? Well, they keep, they progressively decline. Right. Progressively. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... That's why I say, you know, Illinois Silk has got Democrat Titus. And like I said, I think this criminal destruction of MIGS yeah. started the decline of Chicago. What's the imp- What was the importance of an airport like Mixfield? Well, first of all... Because you, you, you were a pilot, right? Yeah. I mean, Have you met Bob Allegra? The, the, the guy, uh, Pearl Mass Aviation? I, I, I might have seen him. You got to oh, yeah, him. we talk all the yeah. time. Well, anyway, you see, airports generate money. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, during when the Cubs were playing the Cleveland Indians... Indians, not PC, uh, whatever they're called now. Um, I called the airport out at, uh, uh, see, Cle- uh, Cleveland has a downtown airport called, called Burke Airfield. And I called the airport and I said, how many airplanes are here for the uh, series? Oh, about 125. So they t- I took a picture from the tower of 100 and all these jets lined up on the taxiway. Come here to Chicago for the, the series? Nothing, nothing. Wow. And airports generate money. Yeah. They're servicing there. You know, it's worth the ton. Yeah. I mean, when you go to, uh, like, look at O'Hare when it was first started years ago. It was a cornfield, and look what it's grown into. Right. Airports generate money, and therefore they should be supported. And Willie Wilson actually wanted to rebuild MIGS as part of his Where campaign. Where would he put it? Though? Where it was before. Oh, really? Yeah, AppSource. Yeah. It was built there first. You know, and after, what they should do, actually put some more uh, landfill and make a bigger runway. Yeah. What's up, Mark? Hey, it's Mark Watermiller, man on the street. We're out here with John Anthony on Lake Michigan. I'm with Amy from the suburbs, and I want to ask her who she's supporting for president. Uh-oh. I am supporting Donald Trump. That's my Go MAGA. Go MAGA. And I'm on board for Donald Trump, too. He's the only guy who can win. <laughs> no, he's the Jim. only guy that can win this country back again. Make it great again. Jim, we got 30 seconds left. Yes, sir. But uh, thank you so much for always bringing that, that piece of nugget of Migsville and, and what it represents. That's right. And what it represented because it's no longer there. And it should be rebuilt, yeah. in my opinion. Let's see Let's see what the, the citizens of Chicago do. Airports generate money and jobs. That's Jimmy Conomo, sponsor of this show, Best Dental. you listen listening to Black and Right live on Lake Michigan. Captain Joe, take us out. Hey, hey. We'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio, live on Lake Michigan. I got my buddy Bob Allegra joining us. And uh, uh, Valon, what's uh, what's Tina's... Valon, what's Tina's nickname? The Valkyrie? Valkyrie. 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 Tina... (laughs) 
thanks so much for, for coming. Um, oh, I really appreciate it. you. And Mar- Where's my buddy Mark? There he is. Mr. Banks? Oh, there he is. <laughs> you, have you had, you've enjoyed yourself? I've had a great time. Yeah. Why good, haven't you invited me before? Uh, I have. You know, <laughs> you know, a lot of the Will County people don't come. I, I don't know why. It's fine. Mm. We get nosebleeds when we come well, up. Well, and, and in Chicago, too, right? right? Very scary. Very scary. <laughs> you wanted to say something? I just wanted to say thank you so much for everything you do in the conservative movement. Uh, uh, I'm so thankful Latasha Fields got uh, her five minutes on the radio. She is a a shining star in the conservative movement. Uh, She is the example for uh, Illinoisans, for anybody who's considering getting their kids out of the government schools. Talk to Latasha. Reach out to Latasha. She has set the bar. That is the woman. She should, honestly, the conservative movement should be reaching out to her on a daily basis and talking to women like her and like Devin Jones. The black conservatives will lead Illinois out of this mess. It's not going to happen by folks who look like me. Wait, Devin Jones is here? Devin Jones is here. And he hasn't come up to me and say hi? Devin! Oh, Devin, I'm throwing you overboard. You're getting thrown overboard, but that's okay. There he is. Oh, that's okay, Devin. I see how it is. Oh, okay. I see how it is, Devin. So, all right. Yes, uh, they will set our free our people free. <laughs> they will. You chump! You ain't gonna come over and say hi. No love. Oh, you know. But thank you. I, I, I gotta say, Devin and I didn't start off on the right foot, but what happened? We we patched it up and we 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 hashed it out. See, that's what happens. No matter if you have if you have issue out with somebody, go fix it. That's me and Phil. Go we're fix gonna, it. Yeah, we're gonna be like that's this what I like about the end of the boat ride. Yeah, I, I speak of him every time I'm on the radio. When somebody says, "Who's doing something in Chicago?" Devin Jones yes. is the first name that yes. I speak of, and, and, and minister. But and why doesn't the Illinois GOP know that? Yeah, well, some that's of them what do. bothers me. Well, he might have gotten into a fight with a certain GOP officials. <laughs> that's probably why you're on the blacklist. Well, Welcome to the blacklist. <laughs> We're all on the blacklist. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Thank Tina. You. I appreciate it. Um, Bob, no, you, right here, Tina. Give it to Larry. Um, Bob, come on, Bob. You're not listening to me. I'm brother. listening. You're I'm not listening. listening to me. Yes, I am. I so never... talk to me. What's what's going on with uh, Bob Ilegara? Well, we filed another motion for the people that don't talk, know okay, what let's we talk, did. Wait, let's talk about what 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 is the, what happened. I, I got charged in 2015 with a crime that I didn't commit. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the indictment actually said attempted to possess five kilos or more of a detectable substance known as cocaine. Yeah. That was the entire indictment. Right. One line, I have it here, I can show it to you. The federal prosecutor got up in 2016, July 1st, and said, Your Honor, there was never any drugs there. We're striking the drug quantity. And then they further got in and said there was books and weights, but there was no drugs. Well, there is no crime on our books for attempting to possess books and weights. How the legal system can run a person into jail, I got 65 months for that. I did 34 months under the COVID in um, Terre Terre Haute, down in Indiana. And then I came back up out of the COVID relief. And um, I was out for about seven months, and um, my ex-wife decided that she would call the federal prosecutor and said that she feared that I would kidnap my son. I'm on an ankle bracelet. Right. They put me me back in in uh, Milan, Michigan, and I did a year past my time 
uh, because I sued the warden and I sued the federal system for wrongful imprisonment. Right. We are still in court. You know it's been two yeah. years I've yeah. been out. Yeah. Still in court trying to do this. I have hired a great attorney just now. We filed another motion. Amazing that, attorney, actually. Yeah. And, and I wish she'd be up here and, and speak. Um, she actually, oh, she's right here. She, she actually, won't come speak, though. She actually did uh, two uh, sessions in the White House. Yeah. we got about a minute. Larry, have you ever seen anything like this? Larry Biala? <laughs> actually, I have. There's a lot of cases like this running around. The federal government, the federal government makes a decision to crawl up someone's rear end. And they don't need a case. They can fabricate a case out of whole cloth. And you're seeing one right here. You know, we, we, we'll continue this after the break. But, you know, when you look at how our, our the weaponization of our three-letter alphabets and what's been happening, I mean, even to presidents now. It's happening to presidents now. So if it can happen to a president of the United States of America, nobody on this boat is safe. Nobody is safe. Tyrone Muhammad, you heard what he said. Uh, you're listening to Black and White Radio. We're talking with Bob Allegra, and I'm going to continue to talk to Bob Allegra because he's a very handsome Italian young man. <laughs> Isn't that right, Bob? Absolutely. Is that two? Two times what, Phil? What are you talking about? Oh, Phil, you handsome black man. <laughs> Can I say that? <laughs> you're listening to Black and White Radio. Absolutely, <laughs> dude. I can barely. I don't have. I don't have microphones. I mean, headphones on. You are listening to Black and White Radio live on Lake Mission. Captain Joe, take us out, baby. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM five sixty. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live on. Lake Michigan on the Free Spirit Yacht Cruises with Captain Joe. Hey, if you really want to do what we're doing right now, head over to FreeSpiritYachtCruises.com. Book your own cruise. Guys, is it well worth booking with Free Spirit Yacht Cruises? Yeah. yeah. So why don't you go? Captain Joe on the helm, his shiny hair. His head is, like, really shiny. It glistens. It glistens in the sunlight. <laughs> Give us one time. One time. One time, Captain. One time, Captain. One time. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Captain Joe. Uh, before the break, we were talking to Bob Allegra and uh, Larry Biella. Tyrone Muhammad has joined the conversation now because we were talking about something that's near and dear to your heart as well, right? Absolutely. Uh, it's good, John. Like I told Robin Gorevich, now y'all can join our organization, Ex-Cons for Community and Social Change. So, <laughs> so that criminal justice system affects everyone. Oftentimes, because black bodies are often in it, they, those prisons or houses of ill repute, as I call them, we don't often um, understand it until we have our own family members or individuals. I've seen yeah. it where people on drugs, substances, uh, uh, fentanyl, and things in a different uh, families from Highland Park, with Necker, Glencoe, and all of different communities. When their children get caught up yeah. in that that criminal justice system, then they guess who they calling? Tyrone. Right. How do we deal with that? Right, and right. I'm just telling uh, but, them. But Tyrone, that. he had a, a what, one-page indictment. Exactly. Was it, is it a one? When you, when you get, in the break, read that yeah. one-page yeah, indictment. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I don't understand how you can uh, get indicted for 
substance, and then all of a sudden they throw it out. So that's that's amazing. The system needs reform, and that's why we're here. You know, I've been working on the front line of doing prison reform, social justice. It's just unfortunate that no matter how much debt to society you pay, ex-cons and prisoners are the only class and caste that's perpetually discriminated against long after they've served their debt. Right. And Bob, you, you... What's next for Bob Allegra? What's next? What's the next phase of, of this this crime of the century, according to the FBI? Can you hear me? Okay. Keep talking. Um, we've got a team together. I've got uh, several attorneys. I've got a private investigator. We are going to overturn this, and we're going to continue on. The systems make makes it very difficult to even appeal some of the th- rulings. We had a judge, and, and I can probably mention her name. Her name is Elaine Bucklow. That was the judge on the case. It's a matter of record. Uh, we filed a motion back in 2020, and she stamped it just denied. Well, we can't go to the appellate court without a ruling of why it's denied. We called the prosecutor that he lied, and they will not, because she has given us a, re- a law reason, we can't appeal that decision. So that's over two years now. Reverend have you ever heard something like that? It depends on how long it took to file certain motions, but there's always should be relief. Uh, inmates file relief all the time in federal and uh, state prisons in the federal court, writs of habeas corpus, to to force uh, people to the courts to do the right thing and to, from what I've seen from the indictment, is extremely vague. I couldn't tell you where it is so vague that all I know it happened in the northern district of Illinois. That's it. That's a very large area. That's one-third of Illinois. It, it barely mentions where it happened. It barely mentions what happened. And that's not what the criminal justice system is about. They are supposed to seek justice, and they are supposed to put the criminal defendant on notice as to what they are defending themselves from. And from what I've seen from this, it's far from that. And so when you think of it, just think about what they're doing to the handsome Italian brother here. Yeah. So imagine Phil. all the time. Oh, uh, yeah, both. <laughs> just imagine all the time that black men say the criminal justice system has violated them in this. And then those all those wrongful convictions and appeals that's been overturned, costing the taxpayer billions of dollars. Wow. And uh, so and it doesn't even matter if you're black or white. Once you're in the system, color you, goes away. We all, color we goes all away. eat the same and wear the same clothes. And I heard today that you know, the, the important thing is, John, when I was a prosecutor, my job was not to seek convictions. It was to seek justice right. and go wherever that grand jury took me, wherever the evidence took me. And that's not what is but always happening But haven't they lost now. their way today, they these, have these lost prosecutors? Their way. You're supposed to do the right thing. I worked in drug cases where uh, they, the snitch would set up snitches so that they could take over uh, territory. But when we found that out, we let them out because that's the right thing to do. When people should not be in custody, that's liberty being taken. Uh, their their liberty is being lost, and you can't give people that time back. Yeah. So we have to protect them. And, and Lawrence, you're, Lawrence, you are a, a victim I, of it as well. I am. I am a victim of the power abuse by the government, by the DOJ and the FBI. I, my, my pretrial is so, uh, yes, I, I feel for everybody. Lawrence Liggins, guys. Thanks so much for joining us, Lawrence. But, but Dennis, I mean... That's why we have a constitution, John. That's yeah. why we have rights. Yeah. And you never cede your rights. 
We all have those protections, and those are enumerated in the Bill of Rights. That's right. You know, I've been watching Homeland and Billions, especially that Billions. Chuck Chuck Rhodes. Dude, that's happening today. That's a reality for a lot of people. Chuck Rhodes. He, you know what? You find me the person, I can find you the crime. What, what, what Soviet said that? Wasn't that a Soviet guy? You find me a person, I'll find the crime. Yeah, that's right. The IRS can find a lot of things on a yeah. lot of people. Yeah. You didn't put in a, uh, you put the deduction in wrong. You could be, you could definitely be indicted, and then they flip everything upside down on you and tear. And that's what happened apart. to you, Bob. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, they came, they came to me afterwards, and we got they said, and they said they wanted to have a, a person like myself because they've never had anybody like me to, wow. to continue their investigation. We'll continue this. We'll continue this discussion after the break. You listen to the Black and Right Radio. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live on Lake Michigan on the Free Spirit Yacht Cruises with Captain Joe. Go ahead and go out and book your cruise. Uh, I'm telling you guys, look at those views. Look at the view. I mean, 360... I mean, there's not a bad view inside. Am I right? No, no. So um, you were you were saying something, Bob, before the break. I want to give you at least another two minutes to finish that because we're at the end of the show. Well, it's interesting because I think the FBI has lost their way. They've now decided to hire informants, make them do the dirty work, and then they give them free reign. Which is what they tried to do to you, make you an informant, right? Right. They came to me and said, as long as you're willing to cooperate and be an informant, this will all disappear. And so there was no crime, so they got you with what? The catch-all, conspiracy. No, they it wasn't even a conspiracy. No, it wasn't a conspiracy. It was a straight attempt to possess drugs, and then with no drugs, with no drugs. So we we called the pro- federal prosecutor out and said, "You lied to the grand jury." That's yeah. what we did in our 60B motion. Right. We said you lied, which was denied, which was denied, and all she did was put denied. So we cannot appeal that decision without a decision. Wow. So we can't get to the appellate court right now yeah. until we can do that. So now we've got to file more motions. We just filed a motion last week. I've got a great attorney on board, and um, we believe uh, they'll probably say tonight again. Wow. That's insane. Well, Bob, thanks so much for joining. Thanks for sponsoring the boat cruise you, as well. John. You know I love My you, brother. Pleasure. You're, You're like the man. Bro- You're like a brother from a different I, mother. I, I, well, you know, I got a little Italian in me, so you never know. <laughs> there may be some relations somewhere down that road. You know, you just never know. Bob Allegra, thank you. Tyrone, thank you so much. Larry, thank you. Uh, Christine Shanahan McGovern, come on over here. You are running for what position? State rep. And you came within how much? How close of winning this last election? I was pretty close, but let's talk about the real issues. They spent over a million dollars, and I spent twenty-five thousand. No big donors. I worked my butt off, and. and it's important to know that we can do this, that you can't be afraid, you can't be weak, you can't give a crap what people say. I know they're talking about me now. I don't care. Stick to the values while we're here, Midwestern values. My committee name is Faith, Family, Freedom. That's what's important. Stand up for what's right. Stand up for what you believe in. We have to focus on our kids. We have to focus on our education. We have to focus on the safety of our communities. And we have to focus on our economy. Yeah. Well, Christine, um 
where, how can people get involved with the campaign? We got about a minute left. How can people get involved? You have social media platforms they can follow as well. I do. So on on Facebook, Christine Shanahan McGovern for Illinois State Rep 36. My website is www.shanahanmcgovern.com. Uh, it is petition time. I need some help. Let's get out there. Stop making excuses. We need help. And the only white woman who came out in the hood to help Tyrone. <laughs> That's true. He called me, and I was. I was the only white woman. Yeah. I don't see race. I see people who need who need help. I That's see right. people. We have Midwestern values. Let's stand up for it. And if we can win this Chicago seat, Cook County, that would be amazing. Yeah. Christine, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, I want to thank Joe Clausing. Hope wins. Hope wins 7.org. I want to thank Rimsky's, Rimsky's Garage, Julie Rimke, Illinois Concealed Carry Training with my Pro Master Aviation, thank you. Don't forget Super Cross Chicago Speedway. Uh, Easy E, thank you. P Pistol Pete, thank you. The Troublemaker, wherever he's at. Hey, guys, I have gear for sale. Blackandrightradio.com. Head over to blackandrightradio.com. Purchase your merch and support the show. I'm taking this show national. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to take this show national, and I need your help. Thank you for thank you all for coming out. I really appreciate it. It means everything uh, to my AM560 family. Thank you for believing in me. Thank you for allowing this cruise. Captain J Free Spirit Cruises .com. over there. Book a cruise. These guys will take very good care of you. Send us out, Pat. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.